This is Luke and I'm talking to others listening out there. Welcome to It's All in the Reflexes, a podcast about the 1986 John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. My favourite movie of all time, and that's why I started a fan page on Instagram at Bigger Trouble in Little China. It's Miller time. I'm still going through the whole movie of Big Trouble in Little China. I'm up to 8 minutes and 38 seconds. Jack and Wang are going to the airport to pick up Mao Ying. At the airport, Jack meets Gracie Law and the Lords of Death. Mao Ying gets off the plane. The Lords of Death tries to take Terra, but Jack starts them, so they take Mao Ying instead. Jack and Wang chase after them, almost get run down by a car. Son of a bitch must pay. I'm going to stop it there. It's about 12 minutes and 55 seconds. That's the part of the movie I'm going to talk about on this episode. A lot happens there in just over four minutes. So Jack and Wang are in the Pork Chop Express on the way to the airport. In one of the greatest movie vehicles of all time, I believe. I think this is now in the UK. I have seen some photos on Facebook, but I'm not sure if it's a replica or the actual truck that was used in the film. If anybody knows, please message me at my Instagram page at Bigger Trouble in Little China. So they're going to the airport to pick up Wang Chi's fiance, Mao Ying, who he hasn't seen for about five years. Wang Chi has been saving all his money to try and bring him bring her over. Before he knew Jack, he used to sleep on the floor, because that saves money. You don't need to see a photo of Mao Ying to see how beautiful she is. When Jack asks, how pre- is she pretty? And his reaction to the photo, oh God, is just perfect. It, it says it all there. You sound a little nervous, pal. That's why the bottle didn't break. My mind and my spirit are going north and south. Jack's face again. Yeah, right, pal. You're still paying me the money. Don't try and get out of it. And then we cut to the airport and we see Mao Ying looking out of the airplane window. Mao Ying translates roughly to cat-like, played by Susie Powell. Very beautiful. Susie Powell was born Sue Francis Powell, August 8th, 1962, in Toledo, Ohio. She was a fashion model in New York and also was a cheerleader on the football team Philadelphia Eagles. She was also Pet of the Month in January 1981 issue of Penthouse. And she did another issue in 1982, June, as well. She's only done a few movies. She was in the 1981 Burt Reynolds movie, Sharky's Machine. She played a, a blind prostitute. And then she had a very short TV career, a TV series called Tattingers. 1988 but she she quit acting in the 90s and has kept a very low profile since then she had filmed a flashback scene with Sylvester Stallone in First Blood she was a Vietnamese prostitute who makes love with who makes love to Rambo but it was um, but it was not used in the theater cut but you can see it on the deleted scenes on the special edition DVD she had to wear green contact lenses for the role in Big Trouble in Little China. 
but she also wore the same colour contacts for Sharky's machine before that. Flight number 26 just arrived at gate 7. Jack Burnham sees Gracie Law for the first time looking at a photograph. Gracie Law is played by Kim Patrell, plays his role so well. She's beautiful and tough. The studio pressured John Carpenter to cast a rock star in the role of Gracie Law. But for Carpenter, there was no question he wanted Kim Cattrall. The studio was not keen of the idea because at the time she was primarily known for raunchy comedies like Porky's and Police Academy. She was drawn to the movie because of her way her character was portrayed. In her words, she said that I'm not screaming for help the whole time and that the humour comes out of the situations and my relationship with Jack Burton. I'm the brains and he's the brawn. While filming, Kim Cattrall had to leave the set at around 4.30 each day um, and then perform a play, um, Anton Chekhov's Three Sisters. She remembers having to explain to the studio bosses who Chekhov was. My film career subsidised my theatre career, she said. If I only did theatre, I would have to be a waitress and I didn't want to be a waitress. Okay, back to the scene. We find out that Mel Ying has green eyes and that and then that's rare like creamy jade Wang Chi tells Jack that Gracie Law is trouble which doesn't put Jack off at all I think actually makes him like her a bit more he starts walking towards her we then cut to a cardboard box baking powder tied up with string on the conveyor belt luggage conveyor belt I just what's in the box Mel Ying hey you got all this money to pay Wang Chi's gambling debts, but you can't afford a suitcase. Can I ask you a serious question? Is that just a great pickup line or what? It's Miller time. We hear, we hear that line now. When Gracie Law smells Jack Burden. Then the Lords of Death push past them. Street gang, punks from Chinatown. So the Lords of Death are Needles, played by Jeff Amada, Joe Lucky, played by Ramel Moore and One Ear played by Craig Ning he's on Instagram he he follows me he's the one with the really cool s snow blind glasses those like white glasses with the, the slits Jeff Amado had has worked with John Carpenter many times he's also a close friend and stunt advisor to Brandon Lee he had he has worked on films like Tango and Cash Dreamscape Streets on Fire also TV shows like Magnum P.I., Remington Steel, Airwolf, stuff like, he's done so many things. He is he plays over well 20 characters in Big Trouble in China. He has he wears different wigs, facial hair, turbans, glasses, hats, clothes for each character. Rumel Moore, he's an actor and a director. I think he was in MASH. He also was on the TV show show Magnum P.I. I think he works as a lawyer now. I can't find much about him. Craig Nin is a stuntman and an actor. Has worked on so many different films and projects, low-cost movies and TV shows. He's the nephew of James Hong who plays David Lopin. So Jack is trying to chat up Gracie Law. He looks over at Wang who gives him a look of saying, how's it going? Jack just smiles to say, I've got this. But Gracie Law has walked away, so when Jack turns back to her, 
There was now an old lady standing there that just looks at him and smiles. So funny. Wang Chi cracks up. Then we see Gracie, he's holding a photo and we, and we see the girl in the photo come through check-in. This is Tara, or Tara, I don't know, you say it differently. She's played by Ming Lao. She has not done many TV films at all. She was in Gleaming the Cube, 1989, and Internal Affairs. So the Lords of Death start walking towards Tara. Needles grabs her, but Jack, Jack comes to the rescue. Jack burns up for a fair fight. But when Needles pulls out that knife, where'd you get that? And then this long sort of pole stick. Wang Chi is trying to get to Mao Ying, but the crowds will keep moving back and getting in their way so they can never reach each other. One ear kicks Jack's legs out from under him and he falls to the floor. Get that one. Joe Lucky grabs Mao Ying and pulls out a gun. Wang Chi and Jack Burn run after them. Gracie and Tara are in the car park and get to her van. The Lords of Death run past with Mao Ying and then Jack Burton. Gracie tells them where to go and Jack tells her to call the cops. Um, as Wang is running away here, we see the back of his jacket for the first time, I believe, and we see the words, Dragon of the Black Pool. Gracie's van pulls away, which makes them stop running and look back. And then a flashy sports red car starts driving towards them. Jack pushes Wang out of the way. They had to shoot this scene backwards and they reverse the film so they're not driving towards Kurt Russell and Dennis Dunn they are driving away from them and they're just acting reverse so they kind of they they stand up instead of falling down so it's quite a good way of doing it so there's no way of putting the actors in danger because they're just sort of speeding away from them we see the Lords of Death in the car and that Mao Ying's in the boot Jack and Wang stand up Jack is pissed off now Son of a bitch must pay. A great line, one of my favourite movie lines from any movie. On the commentary, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter are talking about when they were filming the, this film. And in this part they were talking about, they started, they were filming around the winter of 1985. And um, Kurt remembers taking the big photo of all the cast and crew for Life magazine. Kirk also talks about how he liked working with Dennis Dunn but hadn't seen him for, me for years. They're also talking about Kung Fu films here and uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, those things they sort of can do today. Kurt Russell has, at this time when they recorded this commentary which was I think about around 2000, um, he had just seen King Control in New York and she was big from uh, the TV series Sex in the City. Um, also when they're talking about that this film had become a hit on VHS and Kurt Russell loves meeting uh, the fans and you can get real sense of humour get their sense of humour if they like the film most people either love it or they've never seen it you can't, I don't believe you can watch Big Trouble in Little China and not like it I'm not going to say you're going to love it but it's not a film that you can hate so that's it, 8 minutes and 38 seconds to 12 minutes and 55 seconds Thank you for listening. I have lots more to talk about Big Trouble in Little China. Please leave a review and a rating and subscribe to this podcast. 
please check out my Instagram fan page at Bigger Trouble and Little China. That's the same name for my YouTube channel. I'm also on TikTok at Bigger Trouble. Best way to contact me is through my Instagram page. I hope you join me next time, and remember, it's all in the reflexes.